Strangers, and welcome to the slightly abbreviated December edition of the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast. I'm your host, Chiro Faenza, and the two poems we have for you this month are A House is Not a Home by Adam Ford and Romance of Possible Contrasts by Alison Rumfit. Also, I have a special announcement for you at the end of the podcast, so be sure to listen through. And now, let's begin. A House is Not a Home by Adam Ford After Rom Space Night, Issue 5, April 1980 North You enter the house. You are in a small room. You hope you will be safe in here from the aliens disguised as FBI agents. There is a window in the east wall. There are exits to the west and south. Look. There is a wooden table and chair here. There is a fireplace in the north wall. There is a window in the east wall. There are exits to the west and south. You hear a low moan. A pair of ghostly eyes appears above the mantelpiece. A smoky tendril emerges from the fireplace. The tendril reaches out for you and your friends. This house is haunted. Fight house. What do you want to fight the house with? Fight house with steel fists. Nothing happens. The tendril wraps around your friends. They are paralyzed. Fight house with hidden subspace laser. You fire your hidden subspace laser at the fireplace. The eyes above the fireplace widen as though in shock. The house screams. The walls shake. The table flies through the air and strikes you in the back. Your hidden subspace laser has three charges left. Fight house with negative energy gun. You fire your negative energy gun at the fireplace. The eyes above the fireplace wince as though in pain. The house screams. The window in the east wall cracks. Your negative energy gun has two charges left. Get friends. You pick up your friends. Your cyborg strength lets you carry them easily. Use jetpack. You turn on your jetpack. You hover above the floor. The house screams. The exhaust from your jetpack has set the house on fire. South. You are standing in a clearing in the woods. Sunlight filters through the dense canopy. In front of you stands a humble wooden house. Smoke drifts out of the window on the east side of the house. The house screams. There are exits to the north, south and west. Wait. You wait. A cloud of sinister black fog envelops the house. When the fog lifts, the house has disappeared. You stand with your friends, staring at the smouldering square of flattened grass where a haunted house once stood. That 
Adam Ford is the author of the poetry collections The Third Fruit is a Bird, Picaro Press 2008, and Not Quite the Man for the Job, Alan and Unwin 1998. He lives in Australia and writes poems about sad robots and such. His website is theotheradamford.wordpress.com. Romance of Possible Contrasts by Alison Rumfit. A romance between the forest and the sea, where the sea is a woman covered only in sea kelp that binds tight around her like an evening dress, and her skin is pockmarked with barnacles, her hair jellyfish fingers, sand in her mouth, fish in the wet of her eyes, swimming melancholic. The forest is a younger lady, with a mess of moss crowning her bark flesh. Her voice sounds like a morning chorus, sometimes a night jar. She is naked, completely but adorned with leaves and wildflowers and little insects between her fingers and toes. The song of crickets. They met in a no-good gay club in Kemptown, and the sea danced with the forest to Madonna, twirling around each other, laughing up to the top where the smoking area was, without realizing that neither could do it. The sea drowned out every spark, whilst the forest must be careful not to burn away. But still they stood looking out, the sea pointing at the horizon. That's me, she said, referring to the waves. The forest could not see herself from here. She was here once, long ago. They cleared her away to build a village, a town, a city on top of her remains. They kissed. The problem with the romance between these two is that they are not so different in the end. Once the sea washed over where the forests now live, and the sea has in turn washed away forests, carrying driftwood from here to there as little postcards of lovers. And so they kissed, but it would not be long until they realized that they were both existing in spite of each other or because of each other, or on top of or below each other. And so they kissed, but bark becomes salty and wet, and the sea becomes dry, and the nightclub is awash in all these things the sound system spluttering into nothing. They each returned back. The forest had the longer journey, taking the bus out till the roads were dark and she could climb out and merge back deep into the landscape. The sea, she sat a while on a jetty, letting her feet become liquid then solid again, and in her hand holding one small insect from her lover, now drowned. The next morning, two hikers entered the forest, and found that it was all terribly askew, the birds all singing one another's songs, and oak leaves sitting on elm branches. I have a horrible hangover, she said to them. Out last night? one of them asked. I met a girl. She made me all strange. I can't stop thinking about her. They laughed. We know how it is. But the following week she left her place and grew her way down to the city again, wearing wild roses on her tongue, and the sea climbed up from below with pearls amongst herself, and they each reached out, daring to hope that the other might come, and maybe a wood could sink and be buried beneath the waves somehow, or that an ocean might exist in between the pines and the undergrowth, or, or somehow, somehow, something, something, soon, soon, or perhaps, maybe... Yes, they said, let the landscapes change for us. Mm -hmm. 
Alison Rumfit is a 19-year-old transgender writer who studies English literature in Brighton, UK. She loves, amongst other things, forests, folklore, gothic romance, and wild theories about her favorite authors being trans. Her poetry has previously been published in Liminality, Kahootaloodling, and Words Dance. Her poem, Only Trans Girl at the Party, was nominated for a 2017 Bettering American Poetry Award. You can find her on Twitter at at Gothic Garfield, on Tumblr at mrsdewinter.tumblr.com, and performing live readings regularly in Brighton and London. You may reach her via email. And this has been the December edition of the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast. We hope you like what you heard. You can leave us a comment on the website, and while you're there, check out the rest of this week's issue, which includes new fiction by Natalia Theodorado. Also... As a reminder, Strange Horizons is an all-volunteer organization. We depend on the support of our listeners. So when you have a moment, check out the donate link at the top of the page. Now, my announcement. In January, we will be rolling out a new format to the podcast. Right now, we bring you a podcast at the end of the last Monday of every month. Instead, we'll be moving to a weekly podcast, which gives each poem its own individual issue or episode, I guess I'm calling them. Uh, each podcast will include a brief interview with the poet as well as the editor who selected the poem. The reason for this is that I really wanted to be able to give each poem the considered attention it deserves, so I'm excited to finally make that happen. Now, I will see you in January. Until then, stay strange. Stay strange.